In this podcast episode, I'm going to talk to you about how I've acquired my marketing skills over the last 10 years, whether or not I went to school for it, and what you can do to do the same. This is the Detailing Business Class Podcast. And as I say on every podcast, thank you for tuning in to this podcast episode where we discuss something more so specific to me on how I become this, you know, marketer and how I've been able to acquire all these skills and experience when it comes to marketing. Um, and hopefully like this gives you some takeaways on like, OK, so that's how he did it. Then I can do this way or I can do it like that, because what you'll quickly realize is there is nothing special that I actually did to get me to the point of where I am with my skill set and experience when it comes to marketing. And hopefully this also shines a light that says, oh, wow, well, if that's how he did it and he's able to to do that, well, then I should definitely kind of, you know, anchor it down, anchor down on my business and, and really focus more on the marketing side of things. So let's get straight into it. As always, I have my notes here on Asana. I will reference them, read them, and then just kind of expand on that just because, I, you know, every now and then I do try to, just to wing it. And a lot of times, like as I'm doing the podcast or, you know, as I'm like re-listening to it um, or when I'm editing the audio, it's like, mm, I just I don't I don't really like what I'm saying. And, and plenty of times I've done a whole podcast episode and as I'm sitting down listening to it, I'm like, this isn't a good episode. And I'll just scrap it because I just I'd rather just reshoot the episode or redo it all together with a different topic versus trying to just post it just because oh, I already created the content. Um, and you actually see, well, you won't see, but a lot of times I actually, I, I actually don't post a lot of the content that I create because once I'm actually looking at it, I'm like, mm, it's not that great. And I, and I end up don't posting it. Um, anyways, okay, <laughs> let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. The first point here, it says, um, okay, so I first, I get asked all the time how I learned to do what I do, right? So if you look at my portfolio of marketing skills, I mean, it would be in terms of like, okay, like I've, I I know how to do YouTube, right? As far as, you know, editing videos, um, um, creating thumbnails, getting views. And then I've also have this podcast here, which is creating a podcast, the, the having all the proper equipment, doing the audio, editing the audio, and then actually getting downloads. So, and, and, you know, relative to other podcasts, I have a tiny, 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 tiny podcast um, show. Um, but the episodes get around like uh, 1,000 to 1,500 on downloads per episode. And then, you know, I have Instagram, which I have 26,000 followers on, which I'm creating, like, the main thing that I'm creating on over there is Instagram Reels. And then on top of that, you have, like, you know, I've created and managed so many WordPress websites, created so many landing pages. I have, you know, online courses. So it's, it's a lot of, like, digital stuff that I do. Um, and I, I do get asked quite often, like, hey, so how'd you learn how to do this? And how'd you learn how to do that? And, 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 and you know, did you go to school for this? Or do you have any, you know, certification for that? And it's like, I do have none of that other than just real world application to, you know, what it takes to actually acquire those skills. Um, so taking it all the way back to when I was a little lad, a little chipmunk, um, I dropped out of college in 2012, um, 2012, 2011, 2012-ish. I dropped out of college. Um, at the time, I thought I wanted to be a history teacher. So, and I went to community college. Um, I didn't have any scholarships. I didn't go to it. I never went to university. It was a community college, a North Harris Lone Star Community College. And I think this was my, was my second semester. Um, I'm recording. This was my second semester um, at the college. And I vividly remember I was walking uh, on the, across where the kitchen's at or the cafeteria, going to my class. Um, 
And I, I just vividly remember it was like a warm, sunny day. Um, I had my backpack. I had my uh, like a binder in my left hand. And then I remember saying to myself, this can't be the only way to be successful. And then I turned around, got in my car, and that was the last time I ever went to school. And I was pretty dumb. Um, when I when I got into college, I was, well, as far as math, I was on the most remedial level of math. Like, I had to go through three remedial maths before I got to college-level math. Um, and, yeah, so school, I mean, not that I'm against it, but for me, it just, I, I don't really care for it, so I dropped out. Um, so when I did that, I was I already had my, my detailing business. Well, I already had, right, because I, I started it, like, in 2011. But, you know, I, I graduated high school in 2011. So, you know, I was still like 17, 18 years old. So, I mean, I'm very young at that time, right? I'm still young now. Um, but I remember, um, and this isn't like an exact chronological order, right? I'm, I'm still kind of, I'm, I'm kind of going to j- jump around the timeline a little bit. Um, but um, at some point after, you know, I dropped out and I, at one time I was like, man, but, you know, how do I learn more? Like, what am I supposed to do with business? Or is there like, like if you want to mark your services, like should you go to school or like, is that something that you should do? And I remember I literally went to Google and I Googled, do you need a degree to become a marketer? Like as straightforward as you know, like, do you need a degree for this? Um, because at the time I didn't know anything about that. Right. Um, so that's when I came across this one specific blog, this, this blog post, this blog article. And it was talking about how so many like entrepreneurs and CEOs and CMOs or marketers, either one went to school but didn't go to school for marketing, or don't have any 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 like you know um, any type of schooling when it comes to marketing. Um, as far as like they didn't go to get actually didn't go to school to become a marketer or don't have any business marketing background in some actual you know school of some sorts. Um, and on that article, they mentioned three main people. They mentioned Neil Patel. Noah Kagan and Ramit Sethi. They had they had a few other ones on that list. So this was I think this was back like in I don't know, like maybe like twenty thirteen ish. I don't know. It's so far back. I don't know when exactly these all took place. But um, from there, I started to dive into what they were doing um, because I was like, okay, so this article said that they don't need uh, you don't need a degree for marketing. And then I looked into all those people and I was like, okay, so. Neil Patel, he has this agency, he has this SaaS, uh, this software as a service, um, and he's like, he sold the company and had an agency and whatever, whatever, and then they spoke about Noah Kagan, and, you know, so I just, oh, wow, so you don't need, a, you know, these people clearly have created a business, make millions of dollars in revenue in, in their company, and they don't have, like, a, you know, they, didn't, they, didn't get, they don't have a marketing degree from, you know, Yale, Harvard, you know, UC Berkeley, whatever, it's just, they just learned it on their own um, through, like, real, real world application. So I was like, okay, well, so I guess you don't really need it. You could just learn it yourself. So in 2013, um, let's say it's 2013. In 2013, um, I that, that's when I was just like, okay, so I just I just dove into everything business and marketing related. Um, I read countless blog posts, uh, read countless books, um, listened to hundreds of podcasts, hundreds of audiobooks, um, watched thousands of YouTube videos, uh, purchased courses, um, paid for coaching when I could. Um and I just, I, I consumed everything that I possibly could. And with this one, it's like, it's not like I knew exactly what I was doing, right? So the reason why I wanted to consume as much as I could is because I was like, well, I don't know anything. So if I try to consume the most amount of information, I'll land where I need to land as far as what's most applicable to me and what I can implement into my business. And as a quick interruption, I just want to say that next Saturday, the 26th, I'll be opening up enrollment into my online marketing course, SEO for Detailers. 
This is my training where I teach you everything that you need in order to rank your website on the first page of Google. So if you're in Austin, you'd want to rank for keywords like Austin Auto Detailing, Austin Mobile Detailing, or Austin Paint Correction. And you can do that with SEO Search Engine Optimization. Again, that's next Saturday, the 26th. Okay, back to the episode. So I literally devoured everything. Like anything, more, like from the most basic grassroots entry-level thing that you can think of when it comes to business or marketing is what I like. I, I would like everything. I would learn everything. Um, so that would be in the realm of like, let's say Google Ads, Facebook Ads, Instagram Ads, YouTube YouTube ads, email marketing, conversion rate optimization, search engine optimization, email marketing, writing copy, creating landing pages, like everything and anything that I can learn, I would just look into it. I would I would do everything that I can. Um, now, that doesn't, that doesn't mean like I directly applied everything to my business, right? Like I would learn it. I would learn more about it. I'd do something here and there about something on my business or something. So it's, it's like, you know, I was, I was barely let's say 28 you know i don't know like 19 years old at the time so it's not like i had a bunch of money and like a, a big business that i could actually you know apply this to but it was definitely just knowledge that i was acquiring and one thing that did actually help a lot was um learning from different industries and the reason why i did that at such an early phase is because that's what they were doing right um and a lot of the things that i was reading on when it came to anything marketing like it was always showing examples of so many different industries and lo- what a lot of them would always say is like you know you learn you learn this from this one thing and then you bring it over here and adapt it and convert it to make it fit that other thing that you're doing you know those two things might be completely different but if you just you're able to look at the solution or the problem or or the or you know just what occurred in that situation over here how can you mold that to fit it over here so even back then when I was learning all the marketing stuff it was always from so many different industries um, this is water bottle in the way. Um, it was for, it was from so many different different industries, and that really helped me see like okay, so I shouldn't put uh, I shouldn't learn everything from just detailing in itself, right? Like if if I if I want to learn about you know Facebook ads, I shouldn't go and try to find someone in the detailing industry that's ran Facebook ads. If I want to learn how to do search engine optimization, I don't necessarily have to go and find someone that's done search engine optimization in the detailing industry. I can find that literally um you know in the, on the internet because the internet is so big and everyone at some point. Or somebody at some point has done what I'm trying to do for my local business. Um, so that really helped out a lot because not, like the main industries that I looked at were the SaaS software as a service and then e-commerce. And the cool thing about that is like I from the information that I was consuming, it was like they all it's a lot higher numbers, it's a lot bigger volume, and it's a lot more revenue. Like it's typically like if you compare a local business to an online business. It's a pretty night and day difference in terms of volume, sales, revenue, everything. Just because the market is much bigger if you can target the United States versus your local city, right? If you're living in Austin, I don't know, let's say there's two, let's say it's, there's a million people there. Whereas in the internet, you know, there's, if, if you're like an e-commerce business and you're in the, in the United States and Canada, okay, you just, you know, you basically have in the supply a, a, a large pool of a vast ocean of customers, right? Um, and if you're like a software service, uh, like if, if you're a software solution, um, then you have basically like more, more, more of a bigger audience to 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 attract. So it's like the difference between a an e-commerce business and a software business and a local business are completely different. So I'd always take what I learned from there when it came to whatever they were doing, and I just funneled it down to okay, so how do I apply this to a local business? Um, and it's not it's not like I had someone that was telling me like, yeah, so, you know, the way that they do this, it's it's how it works for them. But 
this is what you do for your local business. It's like I would just take that and 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 just try and test different things and say, oh, okay, that doesn't, you know, I thought that was going to be the same thing to my local business, but actually because of this and because of that, it actually doesn't work the same way when you apply to a local business because this, because that. So, the, and that happened a lot because I would say like, you know, I would hear someone saying, um, you know, you should A-B test your landing pages to see which one wins and, and change this and change that. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then I would try and go do that. And then in the future, you know, let's say three months goes by and I'm like, man, like, why isn't it working for me? And then I'd read more, learn more. And then I'd be like, oh, OK, so that's why, because over here it's that and over here is it. Oh, OK, I understand now. And that happened a lot, which is why I always say, like, it's like as far as competition goes and what it takes to, like, kind of grow your business on a local scale versus, let's say, e-commerce or SaaS, it's completely different because there's just there's a there's more money to be made on the e-commerce and software side of things that, you know, it's like you don't see many local businesses going out and getting five million, 10 million or 15 million dollars or more in funding from angel investors or something, because it's just as a local business, you don't really the scalability is not there. Whereas for a, a, a software as a service as e-commerce, like the scale is there, right? The 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 potential to like dominate a market and to 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 take a large portion of the market share like is there so they are they, they do play a pretty different fields right like I, I you know for like the way i the way i talk about it internally like to myself it's like just generally speaking like a local business is more of like the minor leagues and then like software as a service and um e-commerce that's more like the major leagues because everything is just faster, bigger, more potential, more money, more revenue, more team, more like it's just more than everything that a local business does. And of course, there's local businesses that are much bigger than an e-commerce store or a software, like of course. But just like as a whole, like as a general statement, um, running an e-commerce or start or, or software service um, is much much bigger and just more volume, more more everything compared to a local business. But I will say, as I was learning all this, man, like I completely fell in love with the marketing business um, side of things, right? That's that's really what like pivoted me going from like, oh, I'm very passionate about detailing and I love detailing and I want to detail to like, oh man, like this side is so much more engaging and fun and like I have a lot, I have I have a lot more interest in this side. So it's not like that. It's not like from the very get go, like I've always been super passionate about detailing, right? Like I, I like both. But once I discovered this side, I was like, oh, man, this, this side is really cool. Act like this is something that I really enjoy. And it goes back to like if you want to get a partner in your business, which I, which I hear all the time now, it's like you need someone that complements what you, what, you, what you like or what you don't like. Meaning if you're one that's super passionate about the detailing side of things that simply just wants to focus on the detailing and how do you, you know, how do you be the best detailer, you're going to lack most likely than not, which a lot of us do, it's on the marketing, the finances, right? That That's where you're going to lack. So it would make sense to... To, to team up with someone that has those skill sets that you don't, right? And if I'm more of like the, oh, I love the marketing, the business, the the, the strategy, then I would need to find someone that does more of the detailing side of things, right? So like you need to, you, when you're hiring someone, whether it's a partner or whether it's just like an employee, it's like you need to find someone that complements your weaknesses because you can't have everyone that likes and does the same thing when you're trying to reach these bigger goals, right? As for like, like if you're if you're gonna hire someone, like yeah, you just need a helper. But I'm saying like, if you want to bring on like someone that's gonna like impact the business, someone that's gonna like actually change the, tra the trajectory of of your growth, it's like yeah, if if you're in love with the detailing, you don't need to go hire someone else that's in love with the detailing. Go hire someone 
that's like, hey, look, I will do everything on the back end. I will be all business. I will do all the marketing, all that. Like, that's what kind of helps and pushes your business forward. Not saying, oh, there's two detailers that really love doing this. You know, like there, there's some limitations to that um, because you guys are both going in the same direction. Like you need someone else to go this way and the other person to go that way. So let me go look at my notes here. Um, so aside from all that, um, from all the learning, from all the books, from all the podcasts, from, from reading and watching and listening, the biggest part to that, though, is that I actually implemented what I was learning. And that's a big one. It's only, you can only do so much if you're just consuming, right? But the next part of that is to actually go out there and put to practice what you learned to see if it actually works. And over the course of, I, don't, I forget the years, but at some point I, I worked at two marketing agencies. Um, not too long, like I think combined, it was probably like nine months together and, and they were years apart. Um, but that, what, what that allowed me to do is to take what I was learning from all this marketing, marketing um, from all the information that I was consuming and actually apply it to different brands. Um, most, of these brands most of these brands were in the local space, a local business. Um, but nonetheless, like, I, like aside from my detailing business, aside from at, at a certain point, Detail Groove, um, because that was kind of further down the line, um, but I was actually able to practice um, what I was learning across multiple brands. And this gave me the insight of seeing, you know, what do other business owners struggle with? Um, what are the main problems? And, and that's why I feel so confident talking about like, hey, like, this, you know, detailers aren't the only one that struggle with getting customers. Detailers aren't the only one that struggle with hiring. Detailers aren't the only one that struggle with uh, an employee wanting to leave to go start their own business. Like this is everywhere with lawyers, with dentists, with chiropractors, with, um, you know, accountants, with like, I, because I've, I've seen it firsthand across different industries and different brands of different sizes that they're going through the same thing. You know, a, a, a business that's doing, you know, uh, a million a year at the storefront. They're like, man, how do how do we get to two million, right? And they're like, oh, we need more customers. Yet they're making a million per year um, at this one store. And then there might be another uh, a business in a different industry that's like, hey, man, we're making like you know forty five thousand a month. How do we get to sixty five thousand? You know that like, we want more customers. Um, but yeah, and talking to the owners, talking to their marketing team, it's like they have the same problems that all us detailers talk about. It's it's all the same thing, just in a different perspective in a different industry and you know but it's all like hey i need more customers i want to hire better help i want to increase my prices i want to make more money like we all have these same struggles um so that's what really allowed me to see what it is to work with other businesses and like what their pain points are and how basically everyone is the same right if you're making five million a month you want to make seven million a month if you're making 10 million a year you want to get a 20 million in a year and it's like yeah more customers more marketing more you know finances more everything like it just we all have the same problems, just at a different scale. And this is also why I tie into the point of like, hey, should you hire a marketing agency to do your 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 your, your marketing? Or even some question that I've gotten, hey, should I pay someone to do my YouTube videos because I want to start a YouTube channel? It's like, no, because what happens when you stop paying that agency? What happens when that agency isn't getting your results? What happens when that agency goes out of business? What happens when the agency that was getting your results is no longer getting your results? What do you do then? Because all you can do is say, oh, well, it's not working with this agency. Let me go find a new one. Like you don't have the understanding, the comprehension, the skills, the, 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 the utility of saying, oh, no, you know what? I can grow this business. You know, like if, I want, if, if we want to go from 5000 to 10000 you know, I can do that. 
or if we want to go to, you know, if we want to go and, and, and scale to what, like whatever the case may be, it's like you don't have those skills to do that because you've always outsourced it to someone else, which is why I say like you have to be able and that's uh, they're back from the mobile field. Um, you have to be able to do this on your own, like marketing your business, acquiring these skills, learning how to say, hey, I can take us from 3000 to 5000. I can, you know, rank us on the first page of Google. I can generate leads on a monthly basis. I can, you know, um, I can, you know, build an email list. I can get videos, like whatever it is that you're marketing. It's like you have to be able to control that on your own and not just give it up to some company because you're going to pay them. Like it just, it simply doesn't work that way. You have to have those skills in-house, meaning yourself in order to get the proper results. Um, that was a long little tangent right there. I'm sorry. Um, so like to me, it's just like I'm passionate about marketing. I like trying new things. I like strategy. I like, you know, like doing everything. Like it's just, it's a passion of mine. It's, it's not a task. It's not this thing that I have to overcome. It's not this like, oh, but I really want to go detail and I have to go do this. Like to me, no, like I love everything marketing. I love reading. I love implementing. I love trying new strategies like this. Like this is what I'm absolutely infatu infatuated with, infatuated with. I don't know how you say that. But anyways, like that's the way I look at marketing. It's like this is what I do. This is like what I I love to think about and strategize and execute on. And if you don't have that, not that you have to have it to that scale, but it's like if you are so against the thought of marketing or like trying to acquire new skills in the realm of marketing and business, it's like you are greatly reducing what you're able to achieve because you don't know how to do that, you know? Like your first thought is, oh, let me go pay someone to do that. But it's like, you, it's just a, again, unless you have a, a business partner that says, hey, I'm 100% marketing and business, you're 100% detailing, and you guys can separate that but still work as a team, that's a little bit different. But if you're a one-man band and you're like, man, I want to make more money, I want more consistent, you know, um, customers, I want to, you know, I want to have just more revenue, I want to grow, I want to hire someone eventually, that comes from really honing in and taking control of the marketing, of the sales, of the of the business side and saying, hey, I'm going to learn how to grow this business. Because like just being a better detailer, just getting a better 50-50, just, you know, getting 90% uh, uh, swords and scratches out of the paintwork, that's not going to do much, you know, long-term, long-term wise, you know, like long-term thinking as far as like growing your business, going from removing 80% of the swords and scratches to 90% of the swords and scratches isn't going to make a big impact, right? But generating more traffic, more leads, more sales, yes, that's what's going to change your business and grow um, and take you to those next levels or phases that you want to be in. Um, so, and that's that's another big reason why, and I'm almost at 30 minutes, so that's another reason why that I'm excited to start my own product line. I've mentioned this in another podcast episode and in a YouTube video, um, but as I've been saying, like, since 2013, the information I've been consuming has been more geared towards the e-commerce software as a service space, right? And I've been applying all that to just a local detailing business. And now with the product line, it's like, okay, so every, like literally now everything that I've been learning is actually applicable. Like it, it's, it's, that's what's like kind of stopped me doing a lot of things for the local detailing business as far as marketing is because the impact of what I do only goes so far versus what I can do with an e-commerce business, right? Um, like for instance, if you get, if we're posting, like a while ago, I said at, at, at this point, like maybe like five months ago, I said I was going to post a uh, hundred videos in 90 days on our detailing uh, YouTube channel, on our detailing business YouTube channel. And I, into like day three that I was recording videos, I stopped doing that. And that's because it goes back to this point of like, okay, well, if we do these 100 videos and we build traction and we get views, 
how far does that take us though? You know, because our 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 customers are in Houston. Like if we're getting views outside Houston, these videos, what we're doing, the traction, the audience, like it doesn't really take us anywhere. Which is why which which is why one of the reasons that I stopped doing that because I'm like, man, but how far does this take us? But now if I do that for proper care and I garner an audience that's primarily based in the US, well then now that's a different goal behind the videos that I'm making. Um which is why I started posting a lot more on the proper care channel, the on the on the Instagram account, because it's like those views and the type of brand that I'm building there goes much farther than if I did the exact same type of content on our local detailing Instagram account. Um, so that's I'm very excited to be like, okay, like like now I can actually kind of, you know, I basically I have more potential in the marketing that I do and the impact that I have because I I have a, a larger reach now, right? It's it's not just like local customers that I want. Now it's like, oh, now it's US. Now it's Canada. Now it's like actually, you know, it's a much bigger audience that I can actually try to attract um, and have an impact for. So I'm there. That's like, that's a big reason why I'm super excited and hyped about doing the proper, uh, the proper care um, product line, because there's such a, a, a larger potential for me to, to tackle. Um, and again, it just comes with new, pro- new problems, right? New problems to solve, new ways to distribute content, new ways to, to create content. Um, and, and, and just at a larger scale with, with a bigger impact, you know? So, um, so that's kind of, in, in a nutshell, how I learned marketing, if I even covered that, because I kind of went all over the place. But yeah, so I basically have been learning and doing marketing since 20, you know, 2012-ish, 2013-ish. I've learned everything on my own. I've purchased courses, coaching, books, audiobooks, podcasts. I've, you know, like I've, I've just researched so much. And, I've, and the biggest thing is I've applied what, I, what I've learned into actual businesses, whether it was, whether it was mine, a, a client's. I actually put what I learned into practice, software work, and iterated on that to see what other results I can get. Like, I actually put what I practice, and I and I do that to this day. If I watch a YouTube video, if I listen to a podcast, like, I'll take one little golden nugget and say, okay, bet. That was a good advice. I'm going to go try that next week when I do this one thing. So I, I still do that to this day. It's, I, you know, it's just something that I find very intriguing, very entertaining. I'm super passionate about it, and I don't see myself doing anything else as far as like, that's like a big passion of mine, right? Like, and, and, and it's great to be able to do something that like one, like obviously I can, I can create brands around this and it just, it's like a, it's a very fortunate thing to have to where my passion is to create a brand that can make money, but I enjoy doing it all, you know? So I'm just very excited to see what I can do with proper care. Um, so I'll end it right here because a 30 minute um, limit is about to hit and that means that the camera is going to shut off so if you want the ultimate guide to start your detailing business uh if you want the um if you want to follow me on instagram or check out the other youtube channel you can check the show notes down below if you're listening to this on the podcast or if you're on youtube you can check the description box down below thank you so much and i'll talk to everyone on the next one Bye bye